Good afternoon and welcome to this podcast. Today we're going to be talking about India and its economy, specifically around GDP, which is gross domestic product, and the unemployment rate. The reason that we'll be talking about this is because recently there was an election in India where Narendra Modi, which was the previous prime minister, was re-elected as prime minister this year as well as that there were a lot of statistics and reports that were released during this time that may or may not um, yield to different outcomes. And so it's important to just take a look at it and understand what exactly is going on. So we're going to start by talking about India and its economy as a whole and some key statistics that we should know about. The first one is GDP. The GDP for India holds at 2.7 trillion US dollars, which is pretty large on a global scale because it's the sixth largest GDP in the world. The the kicker here is that India has the largest GDP growth. It holds at almost 8%, and that is a huge, huge statistic, especially for a country like India that's developing and has a population of almost 1.3 billion people. That just shows how much time that the economy is putting in, trying to grow it, despite having such a big population. And even though the GDP is a good indicator of what the economy is like in India, the unemployment rate is also a key kind of metric to keep in mind. So in India, the unemployment rate is at 6%, which is at a 45-year high. And so it's raised up a lot of suspicion, and that raises the question of why is it that the GDP is growing, but there's more people in the country without jobs? Why is the unemployment rate higher? So the first thing that we want to look at if we see this unemployment rate is how does the history of unemployment rate compare to what it is now? So if we were to just go back one year, the unemployment rate in India was 2% lower than it is what it is now. And that's an amazing jump. It's something that is almost unheard of. And that's what makes people so suspicious. Yet, we see the National Sample Survey Office in India defending its data and saying, no, that that's right, that that's what's happening. And even the financial ministry told Indian News Today that there can be nothing farther away from the truth than saying that unemployment in India is at a 45-year low, when the data and statistics say otherwise. And so the government is trying to justify their statistics and this jump by telling the public that the way that they measure unemployment rate really changed from the prior year, which makes the two numbers from the previous year and the current year uncomparable, meaning that there's no relationship between the two and that economists should focus on the current unemployment rate, which is really hard to do because in order to analyze an economy and evaluate it and forecast it for further events, you need to be able to compare the previous year's statistics to the current years and so the government eliminating those numbers um, really makes it hard plus if an economy like India's is growing so much and so fast they should be able to measure their 
economy, econometrics in an adequate way. And the other thing is that in general, especially when you're looking at a country, there really shouldn't be any uncertainty in these key statistics. There are multiple explanations of why there's such a high unemployment rate and why there's so much uncertainty around this topic. So the government proposed that the reason that this level jumped so high is because all of a sudden there was a higher income within a household and that the youth were expected to have a higher level of education. And so all of those jobs that needed lower skills and lower education now aren't being filled. And there's not enough jobs for those higher skill people, which creates that higher unemployment because people are not able to get those jobs. So this situation that India is facing is a classic example of jobless growth. And so jobless growth is an economic concept where a country experiences high unemployment, yet their economy continues to grow in that country. And so typically this would happen when there is an industry that starts to lose a lot of their jobs and there aren't other industries that are willing to take those people that aren't in that labor force. And so India is experiencing exactly this. They're experiencing a rapid decline in the number of workers that they have in the agricultural industry, as well as a decline in the amount of female workers that are in the labor force. And so in a de developing country, having people move away from agriculture is normal because citizens of any country start to realize that there might be more money in bigger businesses than agriculture. And so they want to start moving to a place like that. But what's really interesting is the fact that the amount of female workers is on a decline in India. Normally in a developing country, you'll see that the amount of female workers increases as women empowerment goes up, as there's many movements, as there's more, many more feminist movements and different things like that. So the next thing I just want to touch on is why this matters and why we're talking about it. The first idea is something that we've already talked about, and it's the idea of having a set number for economic statistics, because not only is it important for the government to evaluate their economy and know what actions to take, but it's also very important for foreign investors because they get concerned about why the GDP is changing, which can really impact the future economy of the country because it's foreign investors who can really jumpstart the economy. The second point is, is that not knowing one econometric also leads to the discrepancy of others. So the GDP is something that also just started slowing down and, and has a slower growth now. In fact, there's reports that say that even India's growth was almost exaggerated by 2.5 points. And so when we start seeing this uncertainty, people stop investing.
So I just want to wrap up this podcast by talking about what India could be doing to provide and publish more accurate and reliable economic statistics. And so, you know, first I want to start out by just saying is that blaming the data that they release or blaming earlier governments doesn't really matter. Um, I talked about in the beginning about how Narendra Modi was just elected. And so now, after all this election is over, he has this duty, this responsibility in order to acknowledge the mistakes that were made and work forward to try to address it and maybe work to create more jobs. In fact, it wouldn't be a bad idea for the government to spend a little more resources on collecting those statistics. An article actually said that the Indian government only invests 0.2% of its annual budget in collecting those statistics, and that there have been many officials that actually quit because the politics would interfere in their work. And so at the end of the day, the government could be looking for new investments to just absorb a working age population. Also, another step that the government could take is retraining the people that were in the agricultural industry. Sometimes they just need a new skill set in order to attack that job market, get in, um, be attractable to other employers that might be those bigger businesses in India. Um, and, you know, doing all of this, Narendra Modi does have a ambitious target of reaching $5 trillion dollars. In, by 2022 as their GDP, whereas now is 2.7. And so, in my opinion, I would say that by taking a few steps, acknowledging the mistakes that were made, and moving forward and trying to provide reliable numbers so that they can take action appropriately, would be the best thing that India could do right now. Mm-hmm.